0: Good evening. Good morning. Good afternoon, and welcome to the latest episode of BiblioScapes in Discussion. Today, I have got the warm pleasure of being joined by American-based photographer Jeffrey Conley. Good morning, Jeff.
1: Good morning, Ewan. It's very, uh, it's very nice to meet you. It's a pleasure.
0: Yep, thank you very much. It's, it's a very uh, my pleasure to meet you as well, and it's uh, great to great to finally see you. Um, and uh, really, thank you very much for giving up your time this morning to to talk to me about it uh, about your book. So. Uh, For those of you who don't know, Jeff is uh, based over in Portland area, I believe, Oregon?
1: Corvallis, Oregon. So about two hours south of Portland.
0: Okay, yep. So over there, uh, very much landscape photographer. Um, He's had a couple of books out, um, Winter and Reverence, which... Personally, are uh, two of my favourites. So before we get on to talking about the two books, it would be great, Jeff, if you could maybe just give a, a brief introduction to your photography, where you, where you've come from, and, and sort of the work that you're doing at the moment.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, th- thank you, Ewan, for doing what you're doing. I, I I love the idea of of having a podcast where you're discussing uh, photography books in particular. I think it's yep. it's a great concept. And thank you for inviting. Cheers. Thanks. Thank this. you. Um, in my background in photography is you know i guess i could come at describing this from a a bunch of different perspectives but i i I always feel like photography found me um you know as as a as a kid i can remember back to being in grade school and sitting in class and getting easily distracted you know I i was a i was a decent student but i would get easily distracted and so i'd be sitting there in class and i'd be looking outside and i'd be watching the the way that the trees were swaying in the wind or the way the snow was coming down or leaves were being pulled off the trees in the fall and and i think that was that was an informative experience that led me to photography i mean that's that's essentially what i'm doing now um yeah um you know i wander the world i get distracted by things and i kind of take those observations and i balance them on the head of a pin Uh, through photography so you can stay with an observation in perpetuity yeah and that's kind of that's kind of where 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 i am um but i mean so i was easily distracted as a kid and loved to to see things and to observe things and and it wasn't until when i was in high school and took a photography class and had the the incredible experience that so many photographers have been through where you can see the magic of a print coming up in the developer yeah you know, old school darkroom print yeah. making yeah. and and there's something just implicitly magical about that it can be explained through through physics and chemistry of course yeah but there's something just magical about it yeah. and the idea of making an observation and having it stick in perpetuity again, yep. you know, on this paper surface brought about in this magical way, it was completely captivating to me.
0: Yeah. yeah. So,
1: good. so in, in high school, I, you know, kind of went through my four years and, and I was, I was very, I was really uh, pleased to learn that you can actually go to college and study <laughs> photography in college. You know, right, this yeah. hadn't occurred to me early in yeah. high school. I thought, wow, I can I can do that for a career. I can go to college for this. Yeah, and um, and so I did. I went to Rochester Institute of Technology in upstate New York uh, for four years, and and received a degree in photography, a, a bachelor of fine arts. And it's kind of been a long winding road, but you know, here I am.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, sounds absolutely fascinating. And I, as you say that the wonder of seeing, particularly when you're at that age, the wonder of seeing an image just appear on the paper, as yes. you say, it is it is totally magical. Yes. You can explain it by all the chemicals and science and, and how it actually does work, but just yep. to, just to be there and seeing something that appears that you may have captured quite a period of time ago as well it's just the 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 wonderful experience of seeing something appear in front of your eyes yes yes yeah exactly and being able to hold on to an observation
1: is is just is is just is just wonderful you know we photograph largely to remember things and yeah and I think when you're photographing effectively or for myself I feel this way when I'm photographing effectively not only do am i brought back to the experience of making a photograph but i'm I'm brought back to the feeling that i had when i made the photograph yep, and that yep. is a difficult balance a difficult, a difficult place to arrive at and and it just keeps me going i'm i'm constantly amazed and mesmerized at the ever-changing landscape and and the way our world is structured and uh, and the capacity for photography to capture elements of our of our ex- experience on this planet,
0: yeah, yeah. So yeah, so obviously talking about both your books, which I have them, I have them both here. Um, as um, I've said, they really are two two of my two of my favorite books. It's it's quite. I, I certainly couldn't choose a preference between either of them because obviously they're very different. in winter, I, I I love I love winter landscapes. It, just the. The, the the beautiful just the black and the the black and the white that the contrasting tones really works for me and what I really like with your with your work it's it's the there's such a drawn like quality to them I was I was talking through some of shown talking through some of your books with my wife earlier on and we both commented on that some of the images you just you look at and it's you make sense of what it of what the image is. But then you just feel yourself drawn into the image, and you feel, feel yourself in that landscape, and you can imagine yourself in that scene. And it's just such a pencil-like quality; the the, the tones really are just beautiful. They're they're beautiful, um, and and it's it's really just to to understand your your approach to to winter. What what was your approach? And obviously, you talk about I know there's a lot of remote locations, but then there's also the locations places so ordinary so how were you trying to marry them together and and get a balance
1: yeah well winter came about just honestly just because i i love to photograph in winter landscapes i mean it was it was driven by doing what i love to do and it was only after you know, accumulating, I don't know, maybe six, eight, eight years worth of images yep. comprise the winter book.
0: Yeah. That
1: my, my primary gallerist, uh, Peter Fetterman yes. in, in Los Angeles or in Santa Monica, California, that he, he, he noticed this pattern, you know, and Jeffrey, you, you, you're, you keep photographing these, these winter scenes, you know, yep. you should pursue a book in this direction. And and uh, and and so we did, you know. But it was just something I kept revisiting, going back to time and again. And there is something captivating about the the winter landscape, where where you have all these these different sorts of veils uh, over the landscape, whether it's a mist, whether it's snow. Yep. But there are these elements that fundamentally change the way we perceive what would what's what's there yes So when you have a a tree that's uh that that's covered with a fresh uh snowfall you know it 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 highlights a type of texture and detail on the tree that's otherwise invisible and i i do love and i appreciate your 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 comments earlier but i i think sometimes when you're photographing in the snow there is kind of this feeling that can be that can be realized where when you're looking at a photograph where it can resemble more of like an etching or a, a pencil drawing, it kind yep. of it kind of can transcend medium, and and I and yep. I love that too.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I, I think that I I I I totally agree, and I, I really like the way you you talk about yes, how snow and a little bit of mist can really transform a scene particularly particularly in the winter months, when you talk about the trees, it is beautiful. It's like they, they change their appearance so dramatically that yeah. you, you see details, you see shapes, particularly in, in some of your images where you've got the beautiful, dark, bold trunks and then the branches going out, but you've got just the beautiful bundles of snow that just sit on top of them. And it, it's yeah. something that is totally transformed that without the snow, you, you would see something so very different. Right, right, right. Yeah, it, it is, and
1: it, it can be like theater. If you're out in the yeah. in the snow or in the mist, you know, you can just stand and and observe the, the landscape changing constantly. And, and I, I find that really fascinating. You know, I think we just to back up a a little bit, you know, we, we obviously we talk about photography as, as happening, of course, when we have a camera, when we fix an observation on film or through a digital camera, but you know, as a, as a photographer, and I think other photographers would relate to this, you're, you're, you're always photographing, you know, you can be driving your car somewhere with no camera and you'll see things, you'll see a certain quality of light in a certain situation. And, and you, you're observing that. You're noticing that, and, and I think for being a photographer is a little bit of a of a of a lifestyle. And and I think that the photographs are a kind of trophy. You know, the, the prints are when you can hold on to that observation. But a lot of times we we see things and make observations, and they and they just kind of move along in the continuum, and we don't we don't get to keep them. Um, yeah. And but those I've had a lot of experiences in the winter where you just can't you can't quite capture the scene you're just there yep. but you get to reflect back on the experience in your own in your own head you know
0: absolutely for certainly from my perspective i i love just being outdoors and i love standing somewhere and, and so many times if i if i if i capture a shot great if i don't it's i'm i'm, I'm really not disappointed in the slightest yep. because for me, it's it's. I'm standing somewhere beautiful. It might be at the coast. It's five in the morning. There's no one else around, and I'm just watching the waves come in very peacefully, quietly as the sun rises. And it's just it's a wonderful thing that you yes. you you can always remember, even picture or no picture, it, it yeah. makes no difference.
1: Yeah, I, I've done in in my in my in my life. I've I've done quite a bit of uh, fly fishing. Right, and this this relates and and you know, what, what a wonderful thing to be standing out in the middle of a stream or a river and you're casting and yes, you'd like to catch a fish, yeah. but you know, you just look around and think, wow, I get to stand out in a river and, and just observe this this thing, have this experience. And, and so I, I think photography is a lot about, about that. It's, it's, it's having experiences and trying to create these still images that, that reflect back on that experience
0: yeah definitely and and obviously you talked that you you built the body of work up over was it six or seven years and when the book was raised as being a possibility did you did you find yourself thinking okay right that that sounds really good but there's more images that i want to take to to add to the body of work or were you by that point were you quite content with the work that you you'd shot over that period of time for it yeah,
1: I, I was content with the work I had at that point in time. I mean, there were there were many images that, you know, were edited out of the book that yeah. that, that are are have a lot of personal meaning for me yeah. as well. And you know, when you when you when you produce a book, you 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 have to stop at some point and produce the yeah. book. And yeah. It doesn't mean you can't continue in that direction over yeah. time or as as inertia will, will take you. Um so no, I, I didn't find it difficult to to stop there and not want to keep adding to it. But yeah. um, but I still photograph in the snow and you know I, I still continue in that direction to some degree, but I also move on to other to other yeah. other directions.
0: Yeah. Well as you as you say, there you never you never really stop because the book is just it's it's a moment in time. It's it's the work that was up to at that point, mm-hmm. and you've always got the opportunity to progress and, and produce. You why stop when you might have some of the best work still ahead of you in in, mm-hmm. in theory on that subject matter as well but yeah it's, it's it's interesting to hear you talk about some of the personal images with your personal favorites which you had to or which were you didn't have to but which were maybe dropped from the book and I think it's always things always interesting when you try to sequence your work and and you're you're looking at it with a very different perspective and I do it with some of my work, but it's far smaller size number of images. But it's it's the challenge of, I think, for, and for people who have never done it before, it's the challenge of looking at it and identifying your favorite image that just doesn't sit and, and having the ability to say no, putting it to one side so that it strengthens, right. it strengthens the body of the rest of them.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, it it is a an interesting process to go through, and it's arduous in some in <laughs> some respects. And then and then, but you have to kind of relax into a, setting your layout. And yeah, and both both my books, uh, Winter and Reverence, were were published with uh, through an press. Yes. And and Chris Pickler with Nazraeli Press, and 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 Chris is wonderful to work with, and and affords his artists a lot of input in uh, in, in selecting images and discussing layout. Um, yeah. But it, but it is it's always interesting to see you'll have a group of images, and the way I lay out physically lay out a book is I make small prints of, yeah. of each image, and I lay them out on a big table. Yeah. And okay. you slowly move them around, and you and you, you see a singular image place next to another image and suddenly it's a third thing you know they the the pictures talk to each other they have these little conversations and 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 you have to kind of let that happen and and um, let things fall into place and and certain images you know just they stand alone so they'll they'll be on a on an isolated page with no other adjacent image but for the most part, it 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 becomes this kind of narrative, and it's a wonderfully organic process to lay out the photographs that way—just small physical prints—and seeing seeing what happens. Yeah. But there's a fascinating dynamic that occurs when you put put pictures next to each other.
0: Yeah, I, as you say, it's a great experience. I have, I have my wee work table over there at the moment. I've been looking at some images, and again, I've got wee small contact prints of yeah. everything yeah. printed out, and. they just they sit there and they get moved around and my wife will go and move some around as well and and it's it's great just to see how they interact differently with with each other and you you try and it's also trying things that you normally wouldn't try just to see how how it does work and it, it it doesn't always work but sometimes it identifies a different a different set of images that maybe actually do work well together but it's when i was looking when i was looking through your book earlier on there's a lovely com complement of images with the macro and micro um, mm-hmm. and really close in and then looking quite quite far out it particularly i think there's one where you've got a where's one of the leaves is really that beautifully focused on it and then the the image on the side it's a scattering of leaves all all over the all over the ground and it's just it for me they just really complement each other so well and and the the detail and the detail in your tree shots as well the poplars in particular they just just the uprights beautiful uprights that i just find myself stopping and and just and and being drawn straight into them it's the they really, they really do speak to me a lot. And I, I I really, I really admire them. And the print quality as well, I think is just is, is is really sublime, really.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you. I, you know, I, I, I think that you can divide up being a photographer into almost three, three different elements. Yeah. You know, you're, you're going out and you're making observations, you're noticing things out in yeah. the world or in a studio, whatever you're doing, but you're noticing things. And, and, and then there comes a time where that, that observation needs to be given a a, a physical space, you know, you need yes. to make a print and that physicality is, is where a lot of magic happens. I think,
0: you know, yeah. and I
1: am a maniacal printmaker. I love making prints. And, right. and, um, but anyway, that that's, so that's the second element. And then, and then the third element is a concept or, or a place where the pictures come together and have a point of unity. Yep. And so those three elements are always really important. Um, but the, yeah, the, the, physical manifestation of your photograph is, is, is very important. And I'll, I spend so much time printing. I mean, I, I still print in the dark room. Yep. I love to work with platinum palladium, yep. uh, but I'll, I'll print an image. I'll print it again, and then again, and again, and I'll leave it on an easel in my studio, yep. and keep coming back to it. Come to it in the morning. Come to yep. it in the afternoon. Come to it in the evening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and sometimes, you know, I'll hit it on the very first time I print it. Then other times, it, it'll have, you know, it'll have twenty different iterations over the course of, of its amazing. progress. Uh, but then it finds a landing point. It kind of sticks, yep. and it, it feels like it, it's found its voice or its its place of resonance. And then, and then you move on to the next image. Um, but it, it's it's kind of a balance between, you know, changing things and then letting something sit. And yeah. then yeah. when it when it's found its voice, leave it alone. <laughs> you know, don't keep yeah. yes. don't keep working it to death. You know, yeah. let it let it rest and let it stay where you where you you know where it's arrived. Yeah. Um, and so I, I love the the print quality that Nesrally incorporates into their they books. Yeah. They're very. Absolutely. They're they're you know they they pay a lot of attention to detail, yeah. and the paper and the quality short, of papers yeah. they they yeah. work with and and you know their their productions their books are very um, very simple in a lot of respects you know yeah. they there there's a a simple aesthetic and basic design. Uh, they let the photographs really, you know, have a prominent voice. You know, yeah. it's not they're not overly designed, yeah. and um, and I just love their approach. They're kind of a minimalist approach to, to book design.
0: Yeah. So obviously, Winter was your first book, and then Reverence came along. Was it seven, six or seven years afterwards? I think it was. So, so what was your obviously Winter was your love of was your love of snow and. the the winter landscape so what drove you and what what was really the inspiration behind reverence
1: Uh, reverence it was the the coming together of the work I had made since winter right really yeah yeah. it's it's, you know I go out and photograph and I'll 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 go to certain landscapes I'll photograph near to my home in Oregon yeah as opposed to working exclusively with geography in mind I, I I'm not kind of inclined to go that direction. Although yep. I have a new, a new project that might be going in that direction, okay. but um, but generally speaking, I think you, you can make a photograph in Scotland, a photograph in Oregon, and yep. they can live you know, harmoniously side by side in, in, Absolutely. in, a, in a publication or in Oregon an exhibition. And, um, and and so reverence came about just seeing the trends and the direction that my work was going in the yep. in the six or seven years since, since winter. And and uh, yeah, and so you know, I I do love. I have a, a very a very sincere love of the environment of our earth and being outside. I love yeah. to be outside, and and so the reverence is a is a coming together of that of that uh, sense of appreciation.
0: Yeah, it's again, it's a, it's a, it's a fantastic body of work, and I love the variation between inland and then onto the water and the coastline as well. But also just the, the introduction of the, the intimate detail shots as well, both with with the beautiful rocks and and the tides, and then also you're again the ones where you must uh, you must be set back up on dunes or some high cliff, and you're looking down at the tides, and you see these be two beautiful dots. Mm -hmm. of of the people walking along the beach that just gave you immediate scale to it um which i think yeah they're just they're they're wonderful shots
1: oh thank you thank you yeah i i I love incorporating elements of scale to my photographs yeah and i do similarly i like to withhold those elements of scale sometimes where you you look at a photograph and you're not sure if you're looking at a few inches of a space or if it's miles across and i I like I, I like that sensation myself of uh, of being a little uncertain as to the scale of a scene, um, but yeah, when you some of these big scenes, yeah. and then you lock on to an, an individual or or a couple of people, yeah, you know, then it just give, it gives you that that reality shift, so you can uh, can relate better to what you're what you're seeing. But I I also I like to relate the the sense of enormity that I think we've all experienced when you're out in nature where you get a sense that you're part of something way, way bigger than we understand. Yes, you know, that yes. there's, that this is a big experience and this is vast, this is enormous and the type of perspective that that can impart onto uh onto a viewer.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I like when you touch upon the, the sense of scale, because I think you really play very nicely on, on scale in, in, in a lot of your work. And I, I, I enjoy Being presented with something that scale isn't apparent and it it just allows my imagination and allows me to question how big is this or how or how small is it is it really small and I I think if you were to view particularly the the pictures with the the tides with the people I think if you if you removed the people from it it would present so entirely differently and you I would be looking at it and it's you could think it could be really really close and but actually just the introduction of that small element it's it just it just gives an entirely different perspective but at the same time the waterfalls and waterfalls are really nice The just the lovely movement in the water but again I've no you've no idea whether that is just a square meter of the waterfall or actually the waterfall is 10 or 15 times the size and I <laughs> yeah. think I think I think those things are wonderful and I, so much of your work I think as well as as I said before we were talking it's great because you can never replicate the the locations exactly because they are where they are but it's I enjoy enjoy looking through the work and I can I can begin to imagine and visualize myself being in similar locations in Scotland or places that I've got access to and -hmm. and and they, they inspire and they just they give beautiful ideas to okay right so I might capture this like this the shapes that i can i can i can see some of the sh- some of the shapes particularly one of the ones in winter with the the snow on top of the branches of the tree and it's really close in just lovely and i know there's a there's similar sorts of things in my local park that i've seen recently and it yeah. it just it brings it back to it and i i think it's all just a wonderful it's a wonderful thing and it's the ability in a book as opposed to on an internet website is I can just pick the book up, I book up over and over again, and you can, yeah. you can be drawn back to, it and you see different things in the image every time.
1: Yeah. And I, I think an element of, of uh, photography books that's so important is the intimacy of, of holding, holding a book in your hands, in your lap, sitting in yeah. a comfortable chair and just kind of going through the book. It's, it's very intimate and it's, uh, it's wonderful to To have that tactile experience yes, of turning the pages yes. and having a nice binding and, yeah. and and all of that makes for a, a wonderful intimate experience.
0: Yeah, and and as you say, that's really when the paper qualities and the 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 the, the quality of the printing, the material, the cloth that's been used in the covers. It as you say, it just adds to the experience and adds to the enjoyment and yeah. and and the pleasure that you get from 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 looking through it. And um, yeah, and really certainly pay. So much attention to the fine details and their the print quality really on their on their work is yeah. superb and um, and and it, and rightly so it demonstrates in the in the quality of the work. Um, so are there may be a selection of images that are have particular meaning to you or um, you have a particular particular connection with from from your two books.
1: Well I mean they're all, they're all personal experiences yes. so it, it, it's a definitely a challenge you know every one of the pictures yep. in either of those books brings back specific Some memories for myself yeah. of yep. being at a point in time um the, the there's a there's a photograph in in winter called night snow right. it's looking right. up looking up at a at a tree it's uh, there, there's snow falling i've actually used the flash which i I don't I don't usually use artificial <laughs> lighting but this circumstance was was different, um, but that that photograph is right outside my front door. I mean, literally outside my front door, and I, you know, take three steps out the door and look up, and and there it was. And 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 I and I and I love the photograph, um, but I love the idea that you know we can we can search far and wide for for things and travel around the world multiple times, but sometimes they're really profoundly wonderful things right near us, right, you know, right out our door, right in our home, you know, the way the quality of light on a given day, and so that, that image is a reminder to me to, to stay present, be mindful, and keep looking, and, and I think that's really important, yeah, and um, what else, Uh, from, I'm just going from my mind here, I can actually look at the book, (laughs) as well the the cover the cover image to to winter it was was done when i lived in california and and i remember being captivated at the it's it's a tree in fog in the winter time but i remember being captivated with the camera on tripod and just watching watching the fog come and go and the the tree would go through these varying types of um levels of detail you could see the tree very clearly then it was partially obscured and other times it just felt like it was rising up out of out of the mist and and i that one i i have a lot of um, you know fond memories just for yeah. the sheer yeah. experience of being there and watching the transition of the light and the and the and the and the the, the, the mist
0: yeah uh, but yeah it's interesting when you talk about uh when you talk about the places right in your doorstep when we we're talking about it before as well I think given what's happened in the last 12 months I think that's become even of greater importance for people yeah. and I think people have really taken to exploring what is around the corner what is what's in their in their local environment in their local neighborhood as opposed to traveling hours and hours and hours away which we've not been able to do and I think you see your you see what's on your doorstep in an entirely different light, and it's allowed yeah. people more time to explore and see. Actually, well, there is beauty right, right, right beneath my, my nose. I don't need to, I don't need to be uh, traveling uh, far away to to be able to see it.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and that's 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 it. That's just about the the wonderful therapeutic benefit of, of practicing photography is the is the mindfulness that comes along with it you know it, yeah. it's yeah. the it's the opportunity to observe in that particular sort of way that you do as a photographer yeah and so yeah i, I will come back to that over and over again but it's it's so it, it's so vital
0: yeah yeah and you obviously talked about the process with nisraeli really, so it was a very positive and an enjoyable process and, and did you did how how much of the sequencing had you done before you went to them with with a project or was it a a joint sequencing effort I suppose or or how 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 did the process work from that perspective
1: It was very much a collaboration. Yeah, I mean, I, I had done some layouts before I met with Chris and. Yeah. But it was very, it was very, it was very basic, very yeah. elemental. Um, yeah. Working with Chris, it was, it was an afternoon of, uh, of collaborating together and, okay. and just giving our two senses, you know, our, our two uh, inputs on, on, on the sequence. And, um, but it was, it was fairly painless. And, and Chris yeah. has a lot of, uh, a lot of conviction and, you know, when he, he knows when he likes something a certain way and, yeah. and I, I appreciate that, that level of uh, decisiveness.
0: Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it helps when someone is very, very set and structured. But I mm-hmm. suppose at the same time as well, you, you benefit from his experience of I suppose the number of books that he is he is producing that uh, you get you know, that added benefit and experience of.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He, he's done this
0: a few times. times yes, <laughs> you
1: know he's, he's got a lot of experience. But it was a, it was a wonderful overall experience and. And he very receptive to my input, and no, I have no, I have no regrets whatsoever about the layout or yeah. the the level of collaboration with with Nezraeli.
0: Yeah, and uh, you mentioned that you're you're working on another project. Or is this an ongoing project that your new work? And or what are, what are your plans for it? If you're able to share anything at all?
1: Well, I mean, I just give you a taste, I guess. Yep. But
0: the, the the new work,
1: I, I'm actually trying to set up a meeting with Chris and, and, and kind of get it, get a book going again. And so we've been, we've been emailing back and forth yep. and trying to figure out a time to yes. sit down and, and look at these physical prints. Yeah. Um. But it, it, it does deal a lot with a sense of scale and perspective oh, lovely. You know, in the environment. And yep. so probably leave it there at this Abs- point.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yep. Definitely. <laughs> nope. Sounds, sounds exciting. I'll, uh, I'll definitely be along. It is. Along.
1: It's great. It's very exciting, and, and I've also been doing a lot of my, my new work. I've been working a lot with um, Japanese tissues, uh, oh, right. Japanese cool. papers, lovely handmade papers that are very thin, have this wonderful translucence, and they're yeah. they're, they're like yeah. printing on paper silk. Um, they're they're absolutely fantastic, and and so I've been the paper is just is just super super wonderful, um, and, it, and it imparts this particular kind of sheen on the on the prints and so i'm very excited about that and so the 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 new the new work will be wrapped up into that kind of paper
0: very and uh, and we'll, we'll see how the how the book develops over the next few months sounds good, yeah so japanese papers are absolutely beautiful the, the yeah they they love their papers, they do in Japan. So yeah, yeah,
1: it's very special. It just it gives such a, a very specific feeling of physicality uh, to the
0: work, um,
1: and doesn't you know it's trying to match. you trying to match a, a paper with an image. Not not all paper works with all images, and so yeah. it's trying yeah. to find that happy happy balance where where the pictures can rest on the appropriate uh, surface. You know.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So you get the best out of them. So obviously the podcast is very much about books. And um, I know the challenging part of most people have is deciphering which of their four or five favorite photo books from their own uh, collections. I, I'm sure yeah. you probably got a few photo books yourself. And um, yeah, a few,
1: a, a few. few. I'd love to so, have more. But um,
0: yeah. you know. so I'd, I'd be fascinated to know maybe Three or four or five of your favorite photo books from other from other photographers, and I suppose the reasons the reasons behind their choices. I'm I'm sure the selection would change every single day, but uh, yeah, oh. yeah.
1: Well, let me give you kind of a a cross section here. Yeah, I mean, these are no particular order. Yep. Um, do you know uh, Penti Samilati's work?
0: Yes, I do. I've really one one of their the books. Finished,
1: the Finnish photographer. But he's yes. he's. Uh, i've met him a few times i totally. like him very much as a person um, yeah the, the quality of his seeing and the quality of his prints i think are very out, outstanding yeah and, and the book i have here is called here far away yeah and this was published by um gosh if i can see it here dewey lewis publishing i yeah. think from the uk i believe
0: yes they are yeah ut yeah.
1: and uh, and it's it's a wonderful collection of. His landscapes, his animals. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big dog. I'm a big dog fan. I, I love <laughs> I love dogs, and I love how he has uh, has these scenes of, of of urban dogs and just the most wonderful uh, wonderful yeah.
0: places. I've got one of his books, which I think is his "Bird," the birds book. Days yeah. or years. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Be- beautiful book. Really, really nice yeah. book
1: yeah yeah and, and I, I love Penty's work and i i uh i draw a lot of inspiration from 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 his approach to photography as yeah. well all right okay yeah in, in terms of letting things unfold and which is my approach i when i'm out photographing i'm not going out with a, a picture in my mind that i want to find yeah i'm kind of going out just trying to be open to circumstances as they unfold and just yes. see what, what i'm what i'm given yeah and um and I think that's, that's, that's important. I've never been a photographer driven by trying to you know, go through a checklist of, I want this kind of picture and a, that kind of picture. Yes. I want to yeah. see what happens while I'm out and about. Yeah. And P- Penty's work is, has that just, just perfectly, I think. Yeah. And then the the next book is, this one is by the, the Spanish husband and wife duo of Albrun Cabrera.
0: Right. Okay. If you
1: know their work. Um, nope. And it's called remembering the future, right? And and these these are wonderful people, and okay. they're friends of mine. They they work in color, uh, black and white. They use mixed media process. Oh, they'll dope. do um, you know platinum palladium. They'll do use pigments. They use yep. gold gold leaf. They All play right. with orientation of images. But they're yep. they're wonderful. They have a wonderful vision and a, um, an incredible
0: craftspeople. Yep. Oh, in a second, sorry. Sorry, that's the phone going, typical. No, no worries. So, I, yeah. I, I keep
1: worrying mine is going to do that too, sorry. I... Yeah,
0: it's, it was bound to happen eventually. Normally it's my cat that will make a guest appearance oh, yeah. on, on the podcast, but not tonight it's the phone. So uh, it's one of these things. There we go. It shut up now, eventually. Oh, well, there we go. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it, that looks it looks a beautiful book. I've, I've not come across the work, but I'll certainly be checking it out. Yeah, yeah it so again, good. that's uh, 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 uh,
1: uh, 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 albrin Cabrera. Yeah, they're, they're wonderful, wonderful people. And next one is a photographer named Paul Capito. Right. If you know his work. Oh, here, oh. let me hold it up this way.
0: Oh, right. Cool.
1: Very nice. Yeah, his last name is Cupido, and this one is called Ephemera. Yep, and and this is uh, published by uh, Bildhalle, right. which is a, a gallery and a publisher in Switzerland. Yep, yeah, and uh, and Paul's work is is also very uh, very inventive, very graphic, very bold. Yeah. Uh, he uses cool. he uses multiple printing. Yeah, uh, types. Very nice. You know, a lot of uh, yeah. a lot of uh, ingenuity to his presentation. And then, uh, also from Bill Pala Press is uh, Renee Grobly. If right. you know that the Swiss photographer.
0: Okay, I recognize the name. Yes, uh, Rene
1: Grobly, and this book is called The Magic Eye. Right.
0: That looks nice.
1: Yeah, his his work is wonderful. <laughs> His work is maybe a little more classic and, and uh, traditional. Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful work. And last one I have here. Okay. Irving Penn book. Yep. About his about his platinum prints. Yeah. So this this is kind of a cross section of Irving Penn's work, um, yep. but focuses yep. on his prints made using the platinum palladium process. And it's a very hard to find book actually. It's very very expensive, if you can find it. Yeah, um, but I, I like that it's it's a book that it, it kind of walks a nice balance between an artistic expression as a whole, but also having also having a a, a strong process component. So yeah. we'll discuss yeah. his process for making multiple coating platinum prints okay. yep. on aluminum and. It, it, it's nice a lot of times you find process books which I love I love process books yeah but but this walks a nice balance between process and artistic expression yeah.
0: that's quite nice it, it must be particularly helpful and, and and informative as well I suppose when it's got that nice blend of the artistic and the actual the the information as well that you're looking for yeah. yeah
1: and as a as a platinum printer it doesn't really get better than Irving Penn you know, yes. he's, he's like the pinnacle
0: yeah, but oh yeah, some absolutely wonderful books there. Um, it's it's really great because you, there's a, they'll certainly give me a few names to check out. As you say, the problem often, the problem always is, is that if it's been uh, long sold out, then generally speaking, the prices to buy some of the books these yeah. days can be uh, quite uh, quite extortionate. But uh,
1: yeah, yeah, no, it's 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 true, and and of course you know, Israeli Press has has a wonderful collection of yeah I and mean, just like almost an infinite number of books that i want from Nesraeli. and i have i have a lot of them already um so yeah there it's it's a wonderful time for uh photography books i have you been by chance to paris photo Where, sorry the paris photo
0: no i've not been no hey, is it worthwhile worthwhile visit Oh
1: yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's usually every, every November last, yep. last year was, was canceled of course, yeah. but um, I think they're going to, they're going to have the event this year, but um, it's at the Grand Palais in Paris Yep. and it's equal parts uh, exhibition space for galleries, but there's a wonderful uh, space where they have uh, publishers of photography books from very, right. very small publishers to some of yep. the bigger publishers and um, and you know I'd, I'd encourage your listeners if possible to, yeah, to yeah. check that out because that's a great place to make new discoveries
0: yeah i'll certainly take a look at that i suspect it could be a very expensive trip not necessarily for getting there and and, and uh, staying there but I suspect in terms of bringing back a suitcase full of books or, yes, certain, or or certainly adding to the wish list there's no doubt about that
1: yeah yeah definitely can get expensive
0: but it, but it's raised at the same time because, as you say, publishing, there's there's so many wonderful books being, being brought out. And I think that the accessibility for people to maybe do their own small run of publishing as well, but also just to see the imagination that people now put into some books in terms of different styles of binding and yeah. you know, concertina books and just different formats, I think, really makes quite interesting because you get some that now become... They can, they can become work in arts of them a work and art of themselves actually just the construction element of the book yeah, for absolutely. leaving aside leaving aside the imagery inside. So um I think it's uh, yeah it's wonderful to see where it's going um and just to see the range and variety of books that do come out.
1: Yeah absolutely yeah I completely agree it's 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 a it's a great time for for photographic books and so it's yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I definitely encourage Paris Photo and any place else. I know Photo London is going to happen, I believe, in in October.
0: Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, so I'll I'll be checking that one out. And uh, yeah, I'll definitely check out Paris Photo. I'm sure someone else, I can't remember, someone had mentioned to me previously, but uh, yeah, I'll definitely take a look and see, um, maybe see about heading across and try not to come back with too many books. But (laughs) good luck with that yeah well that that's that's i suppose the thing is at least i don't need to pay for postage it's uh, i've been buying a few books from japan recently so that's oh. uh, yeah they're quite different yeah well, fantastic but on that note thank you very much for your time jeff it's, it's really been a pleasure speaking to you it's, it's been wonderful speaking to you i think really a, a big admirer of your books uh, and really inspiring just to hear your background in the process and 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 how you, and how you construct them and how you put the work together.
1: Well, it, it's it's been a pleasure to talk to you, Ewan, and, and I really appreciate your time. And uh, and and onward, continue, continue doing this. I'm glad you're doing it.
0: Cheers! Thanks very much. Thank you.